When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 1049 The Horn. I'm in hard just jamming midweek movie yeah, music man. right here on Ball Don't Lie. Uh, the feature of midweek movie music is Beverly Hills Cop 38 years ago. Today. 38 years ago. And I'll wow. tell you, this it's Patty not a LaBelle? bad sound. Yes, Patty LaBelle. Yes, I thought. Not a yeah. bad soundtrack. It's, it's very of the time. Oh, yeah. But course. it's not it's bad. Been, and she's got multiple songs of yeah, the soundtrack. Yeah, so that first right? song yeah, first, was yeah. Patty LaBelle. Yeah. And this is also her. Yeah, yes. I can tell. Patty LaBelle's voice, very unique. Uh, very distinct, but you're yeah. right. I'm, I'm with you. The jet, they've been very 80s, but honestly, no, it's when I go through and try and pick these out and stuff. I was like, all right, that's a good movie. We'll see. And then we got it. I was like, all right, yeah. So what? Can I uh, ask you what made you pick Beverly Hills Cop? Because it, it came out on December 5th, 1984. So you're like, it came out two okay. days ago, right. 38 years so you ago. Decided, so you, you had watched it lately and went, oh no, no. I was I, I, I look through movies that have come out around the same time, birthdays. I look at a lot of different things, see if there's uh, okay. a, a connection right. or something I can tie into something. All right, no complaints here. Harsh got it on the first one, yep. so we appreciate yep. it. Uh, all right, uh, you can always be a part of the show. Hit us up, spec text line 512-337-3776. Uh, we'll talk some Cowboys, Texans, and also we're going to check in uh, with my man Snoop Snoop, J.J. Dunn, or Zach Lucero down there at Waterloo Ice House. We're celebrating the all flex finalists which were announced uh that was actually announced yesterday and if you want to go check out the finalists you can go do that at flxatx.com flxatx on all of your social media platforms snoop joined us earlier live in studio we're going to check in again actually right after the show i'm going to head down there real quick go say hi to everybody they're going to have a live broadcast from waterloo ice house 22 22 and 360 uh starting at seven so seven to nine and i'll go out there and hang out a little bit uh but if you're one of our flex finalists and you haven't gone out there to get your your award, all right, mm-hmm. uh, your certificate uh, of accomplishment. Please do get out there because uh, those guys are doing a great job, and they've been out there all day. They've been all out there since three. Yep. They're gonna be out there till nine. Uh, so we appreciate their dedication. We'll hear from them coming up in about ten minutes from now. All right, we talked about the Cowboys a little bit, and we got time to get back into the Cowboys. Oh, really quick because we didn't get into this earlier. But the Cowboys did sign a cornerback. You said they need to do it, Harsh. Yep, yep. You're like, man, I want them to sign a cornerback, and they went out. They finally and found one, a veteran cornerback, yeah. McKenzie Alexander. McKenzie Alexander, who last played with Minnesota, I believe. Yep. I think that was the team that he last played with. But that was something that, as the season has gone on and we have saw how Trayvon Diggs has been playing on one side of the field, the other teams start to attack the, fi- the side of the field that he's not on. And – the Cowboys hasn't really been providing a lot of safety help over the top because no, they they're saying man because they Cowboys they come downhill yeah. and they want to come and, and, and play the gaps. But Anthony Brown was getting toasted regularly, and then when he came off the field, they would put boss man fats fats in there. Uh, Kelvin Joseph, he would get toasted. And you brought up the stat earlier that 
He was leading the team in penalties with six, six. of them. Yeah, for second. Well, second. second on the team with mm-hmm. six of them, and that's in the defensive side of the ball. So that means they're getting the ball down the field because mm-hmm. he's doing things he's not supposed to. And I just thought that was a void because everybody was talking about OBJ and need to go get another part of it. The offense is still number one in the league. Yes, you do need threats. Yeah, you're killing it. But you're still doing well in the league, points per game as far as that's concerned. But you needed help. You definitely needed help in that secondary because if we're going to play against a Jalen Hurts who seems to get better at the passing game – uh, as the season's gone on, and as of right now, it looks like the first round, if the playoffs were to end today, you're going to be playing against Tom Brady on the road with oh, Mike like Evans. That. You know sexy. what I'm saying? There's yeah, so the Eagles, much when you get there. Devonta Smith and A.J. AJ Brown, Brown. So you're like, our number two, so you can't guard both of them with one guy. No. <laughs> exactly. No, I agree with that. So you definitely need to go and get that addressed about everything else. So. It's just been one of those things where if you're going to try to build something and you think that this is your time to go, you might have wanted to look in the secondary more so than you did on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah, no, I think you made a good point. Obviously, Cowboys agree with you. They signed a quarterback yeah. uh, less than 24 hours after you made the statement. Uh, I like Deron Bland, though. I will say that he's a fifth-rounder, and he'll have tougher tests and tasks uh, ahead oh, of him sure. than what he had versus the Colts. Highest grade defender, though, um, in week 13 by Pro Football Focus, 94 grade, two receptions allowed on seven targets, only nine yards allowed, but got two picks, got a PBU, mm-hmm. um, had a coverage stop, so he played well. It'll be between Deron Bland and Kelvin Joseph, Bossman Fats, and Nation Wright. Those will basically be the, the guys you're going to try to go out there and kind of money ball that other corner. And I've been the other corner. Uh, when I played with Quentin Jammer, and honestly, when I played with Nathan Vasher, I was right. I was still probably much the other corner. You didn't want to throw at Nathan Vasher. I mean, it's the reason he's got the most interceptions, or tied for the most interceptions in Texas football history. It's because that guy was a ball hawk. So throwing right. at him was just a fool's errand. You do better throwing at Stone Hands over there uh, because he probably <laughs> he might knock it down, but they ain't gonna pick it off and take it to the house. Uh, so playing opposite Quentin Jammer, who was a top ten pick in the NFL draft, yeah. and opposite you know a guy like Nathan Vasher, just a natural ball hawk. Uh, a lot of times, teams decide to just target what I call the other corner, the right. one that gives you a better chance at success. Uh, and that was me a lot of years. And that's whoever. That's only Anthony Brown. It was yep. him, but that's Deron Bland, Kelvin Joseph, Nation Wright, that other guy. And you're right. You can build an entire offensive game plan around attacking that other corner. Right. If he is not up to the task. If he's not up to the task. Yeah. And that's why you got to continue to try to piece those together and if you're in it and just like what Jerry said he feels like he trusts his guys but sometimes you got to add one more piece even if you got to put him on the practice squad he's had guys on the practice squad Sheffield Sheffield is on the practice squad that they haven't activated yet he may get activated this week you talked about Bland he's playing a little bit better better. but there's 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 pieces to this team and and I appreciate what Dan Quinn is able to draw up but you're going to have to make adjustments because right now you're going through the weakest part of your schedule. The, after you play uh, Houston this weekend, you got Jacksonville. They're getting better. I say Jacksonville ain't no easy. Ain't no pushover. Right. Ain't no pushover. Ain't no easy win. Yeah. And then and you got they the throw Titans, the ball. And they throw the ball a lot. Yeah. Right. Trevor Lawrence yeah. has been looking a lot better. And then, then you go up against the Titans. And then, of course, you got the Eagles. So this is, this is that big push that they're going to have right. to go through. You got a couple of games to kind of get it together. But then after that, you'll have some real tests Challenges, man. coming up. Because I think the yeah. Titans will be a big test. We'll get into the Titans here in a second. And, yeah. of course, we know the big showdown versus the Eagles, which is Christmas Eve. Yep. Christmas right, Eve. Eve. Yeah. Well, it's going to be a hell of yeah. a game. I, don't, I, I, don't I will know say, if I man. like my presents. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, man, y'all better be able to handle – 
Philip Dorsett and Chris Moore <laughs> get thrown to by Davis Mills. Yeah, so that other quarter out there can't cover those guys. Yeah, you got a you bigger might, problem. You need to go make a, a huge investment on a free agent corner of yep. some kind. Yep. Uh, I think they'll be okay this week, though, no doubt about it. All right, guys, let's talk about uh, let's go Baker Mayfield first. Okay, there are two NFL stories I want to get into. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. John Robinson thing is curious. Let's go Baker Mayfield first. Down claim off of waivers. Uh, by the way, there was only one team that made a claim for Baker Mayfield, and it was the Rams. That was it. Uh, is that that good or bad? Well, I thought there was a pecking order that you had to go through. There for. is, uh, but you, these, it, it still was reported by Pro Football Talk that only one team made a claim. Well, they needed it. They don't have yeah. a quarterback. Uh, Matthew Stafford is going to probably not even play the rest of the season, if I'm not mistaken. The backup quarterbacks have been awful, at least – Baker Mayfield, for all of his drama that he is, he was the number one overall pick. He was a Heisman Trophy winner. He, he's he got another opportunity. And, of course, Sean McVay is looking at it and saying, I can't go out like this. At least get me a guy in here to make sure that it gives me an absolute chance to win a ball game. Yeah. And I think that's what McVay was looking at. Yeah, yeah. and I, this is I want to talk about this, too. I think that – the, the Rams kind of had to show good faith to some of these players that they all convinced to come back for another yep, season. Yep. When you say, we already traded away our first-round pick, so we're not really tanking for a top pick. We do have other picks in this draft, but we're not going to win a ton of games. But you have to show good faith that, hey, Aaron Donald, you know how we convince you to come back instead of retiring? Hey, Sean McVay, you know how we convince yeah. you to come back instead of going to the broadcast? All you guys that we're going to walk away and we convince you all to come back because we're going to run it back, and yeah. now we're god-awful. <laughs> we're run <laughs> hey, let me Let me show you a little faith that we're not tanking completely. Let's bring point. in another quarterback so at the end of this year, y'all all don't try and bail again, right. and we have to go out there and go raise a bank again to try and make sure no one retires and gets out. I was going to say, do we think that – Matt Stafford is thinking about hanging it up potentially. Oh, he has to, man. At this point, do we think that? I, I, and yes. I, wonder, I don't think Matt Stafford is the type of guy who will ever really willingly hang it up. But I think it may get may, to a point where it's not really his choice anymore. That's, that's a good point. It's just I think the the narrative is just weird now because you got it was worth it to get Matt Stafford because you got a Super Bowl. So yep. I'm always I'm always the guy that says I don't give a damn what you gave up. If you won a Super Bowl, it was worth it. Oh, for and sure. Whatever you gave up, I know they're in maybe salary cap hell, and they don't really have draft picks for the future, mortgage the future. I get it, but it worked. F them picks. They got a yep. Super Bowl, but it is very strange. So it worked, but now look. If you ever watch Jared Goff, yeah, he's balling. Jimmy Hopper, Ross St. Brown. Even before Matthew Stafford got you know the yes. injury was out, Jared Goff was actually playing as well, if not better. Yep. Um, and, and the worse they play, the better the draft pick exactly. is going to be for them. The Lions get a top five yeah, for the Rams exactly. now. As a result of that draft, it's just weird. The Rams, they did win. They won. Yep. They went all in. They won. But now it's working out where it, you know the Jared Goff and that draft pick, that's going to be really good for the Lions. End up being a really good pick uh, trade for them because Jared Goff's working out yep. for them. Um, and the, the Rams might have to start over at quarterback. Well, they I might mean, have it's just a picked it. They got to start over at quarterback without – Draft picks. Right. That's why they're looking at Baker. This is his trial. That's kind of my thing. I think they This I think, is it. I think they're saying, you know what? He was the number one overall pick, man. That, Listen, like Vang, look what you did with Jared Goff when yeah. you first got here. You took him to a Super Bowl. Yes. When everybody thought he was a bust. He had Jeff freaking Fisher. Mm-hmm. All right. It had everybody believing that Jared Goff was a bust when honestly it was the ineptitude and dysfunction of Jeff Fisher's 
programs and football teams, no matter what they were. But he came in and took the team to a Super Bowl with a limited Jared yep. Goff. And now Jared Goff, I think, is using some of those lessons and becoming a, a decent quarterback, a really good quarterback in the league. And he's getting pushed by Dan Campbell and his wildness, exactly. and he believes in him. And, yep. he's, and, and he's got a top wide receiver, and I'm a Ross St. Brown, who's putting up numbers mm-hmm. every single week. I think they're banking on... What if McVay can pull another reclamation project? Not for, we're not talking about for a franchise future quarterback. No, no. To just get us to, get to get us past this this cavern, this, you know what I mean, that we're yeah. dealing with right now. To get us past this period of, you know, uh, uh, where we have very little draft picks and this really, you know, this um, really end up kind of in a purgatory of sorts where they can compete if they really wanted to, but... Are they building anything for the future without draft picks or salary cap space? Probably right. not. Right. And you need somebody to help you get through that dark period. Maybe Baker Mayfield's the guy if yeah. you're a reclamation project. And, and we've seen more of these. Geno Smith, yep. Ryan Tannehill's one, Jerry Goff is one. We've seen more of these in the NFL lately. And if you're the Rams, $1.3 million to make to basically know if you're going to go after him in the offseason or not is 100% worth that investment. Absolutely. To go, hey, man, we were going to look at you in the offseason. Let's give you a tryout during this season. Yeah. And and then we know not to offer you a big contract if you suck and we yeah. don't like you. Yeah. If you're a locker room cancer and you suck, then cool. We didn't waste a bunch of money signing you in the offseason thinking we had a guy. Yeah. But, like that. So we're going to kind of test you out and yeah. give you a trial and then run. That's a great year. If he turns out to be great. On the flip side, you're like, cool, cheap. now we know we, we're lock you up because now we just re-sign you. The humility that like he's that. going through right now is what he needed. That is what <laughs> it is. You went from the penthouse to the outhouse, and now you got an opportunity to resurrect your career, or this could be it. You're going to be that lifetime backup again where you're going to make some money, you're going to have some fun, but you're not going to be in the spotlight as much as you possibly thought you were going to be. And here's your opportunity. And then we were talking about this the other day. All this money that they've spent on these guys. Matthew Stafford just got $40 million a year. Mm -hmm. Aaron Donald just made 31.6. Cooper Cup just signed for 26.7. Allen Robinson, 15.5. Joseph Noteboom, left tackle, who was coming in to replace Whitworth, 13.3. And Ashawn Robinson is making 8.8. Nine or eight point five million dollars, and all of them have not been playing. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy when you start thinking about that. They had, I mean, they had their, their, their them picks. They had their, you know, their <laughs> run of luck in yep. the playoffs, and they did everything fell right where it needed to fall. Remember, we yep. talked about it. They're an interception away in the 49er game from everybody saying we told you the Matt Stafford uh, trade was going to be a disaster, but it wasn't. Right. You know what I mean? They can't. Yep. Remember the way that Bucks game started off? Oh, man. Remember how weird that game was when they had all these fumbles and crazy stuff happening? It fell the right way. And you, that's why Jerry Jones this year, he's like, I'm going all in, man. Yep. I've watched it happen. I've watched Tampa Bay do it just recently. I watched the Rams do it. We remember Bucks were struggling early with, Tampa, with uh, Tom Brady that year. Yep. Last year, and everybody was like, oh, sorry, Don't two pitch. years ago. And everybody was like, oh, man, it looks like that was a terrible uh, it was a terrible move by Tom Brady to go yep. to the Bucks. Don't like it's working. And then all of a sudden, maybe midseason, they found their groove. I think, you know, if you're Jerry Jones, you've been watching it. You got as good a shot as anybody. Yep. You watched what the Bengals did last year? They won the running mates in the Super oh, Bowl? Man. Got yeah. hot at the right time? That's man, what it's all about. It's anybody's game right now. Yep. Anybody can make that run. You got about five. I think there are five to seven teams right now I can see making that run in the NFL this year. Possibly. Oh, for sure. Because now the Bengals are on there, The too. Bengals are the ones the leading are, in that yeah. direction right now. The Bengals, you got the Chiefs, you got yep. the Bills on that side, yep. you got the 
49ers, the Cowboys, the Eagles. There's probably another one I'm missing, too. Oh, don't forget, the Raiders are coming back. Yeah. Three straight wins, baby. Come Tomorrow back. night. Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Game great win Raiders. number four. Uh, by the way, uh, Drake's, Drake May just said, can never leave this place. I'm a Tar Heel. So oh, that's how that works. He said he's okay. staying. I was like, that family that family lineage is too strong for too him strong, to just man. walk away. Yeah. No, you yeah. made a good point, and uh, I'm glad that – because I think there's a lot of scuttlebutt on yep. the Twitterverse. I'm glad that uh, he put those rumors to rest. All right, uh, let's uh, jump out to our friends over at Waterloo Ice House. That's where the party is happening. It is a all-flex celebration extravaganza. We did announce uh, and present our all-flex finalists yesterday. Go to flxatx.com. You can go check those out for yourself. Uh, but right now uh, we got uh, the uh, – I'm not sure – it's Super Zach. Who's one? Who's one? We got Zach in the line. Zach, my man, Zach. I knew it was Zach. Zach Lucero joining us right now uh, on uh, the hotline. What's going on, Zach? How you doing, brother? What up, Rob B? What up, Coach Hart? How y'all doing? What's happening? What's happening? It's it's fun out here. We have a bunch of athletes coming in and out. Uh, Had a a great conversation with a bunch of the Vandergriff guys, uh, Brady Buchanan, uh, talking about the confidence they they have going into going into a big game against Katie. This weekend, uh, Rod, your boy Justin Strong is in the building, nice. waiting, for, uh, waiting to come and meet you, dap oh. you up a little bit. So uh, it, it's been a great night so far, Rod. Man, you tell Justice I'm headed out there, man, about 30 <laughs> minutes. I'll be there because I want to meet him, too. He's one of my uh, favorite players. Uh, but let me ask you uh, just really quickly your uh, thoughts about um, the overall flex finalists and your thoughts about the team. You were a big help to us and uh, obviously one of the uh, the main contributors to this all-flex uh, finalists here. What are your thoughts about the team that has been announced? I don't know if anybody's as big of a help as uh, as Coach Hard. You know, he knows everybody, so he had a, <laughs> he had a lot of input for the list. Uh, but, I, but, man, I, I think we did a great job. I mean, you, you're, you're never going to – no one's ever going to win in every single aspect. I mean, just look at Texas uh, with, with Ford getting left off the Big 12, all, de- all defensive players list. Yeah. Um, so no one's always going to be happy. But there, there's, some, there's some, like, talent in the area that no one can, can question. Um, guys like guys like Austin Novosad being on our list, mm-hmm. Brady Buchanan, Taven Lewis, the guys that have been showed up, Alex Foster, Miles Coleman, what they've done, and then some of the guys that might not show up on, on, on Max Preps or might not show up on, on 247 Sports or on ESPN Top 300, but what they've meant for the team. Um, you, you talk about a guy like Justin Strong, I mean, a guy that's um, almost single-handedly helped turn that program around from what yeah. they were last year. The numbers that he's put up and the success that, that, that they've had this year, those, those things have to correlate. So um, I, I think we did a great job. I mean, uh, 16 hours on the phone later, I, I, I think we're all right. <laughs> 16 hours. I love that, Zach, because you, you know how long it was, my man. But let's talk about it even more so. I mean, you got an opportunity to see LBJ. You got to call some of their games and actually be on the sidelines. So you got a chance to see a lot of these players up close and personal. And then, of course, the work that you do with Flex ATX. You guys have got the pulse of these young kids and the ears of these coaches. One of the things Rod and I were talking about is making sure that these coaches get us the information, get you guys the information. If you want to fight for your kids, start fighting for them. Is that something that you guys have talked to these coaches about and even some of these players and parents? Yeah, you know, first of all, I want to shout out Coach Compton over at Hutto. His first year on the job coming from Buda Johnson. But that's a guy that was constantly hitting up me and Derek and the Flex account trying to put on for his students. Hmm. And, and I think yep. um, he, he won, really. I mean, you, you talk about Will Hammond. Everybody knows the two quarterbacks that have to be on that list, and Austin Novosad and Brady Buchanan, and everything else was up in the air. But because Coach Compton is in our ear and, and letting us know of his guy's numbers, we included Will Hammond on that list. And then another guy is Coach Hatcher over at Anderson. Um, he, he's a guy that 
that invited us out to that midnight madness thing they have the first day of padded practice before the season. He came out today without his players. His players aren't even here yet, but wow. Coach Hatcher wanted to come out and, and tell us thank you for, for, the, for the, the covers that we provided his kids. Wanted to take a picture with, with the three Anderson nominees hmm. with, their, with their certificates. So we know how passionate coaches are. We know how passionate the parents are. We hear you. We see your messages. Keep them coming, and um, the more the more you inform us, the more we will be informed, and the better the chance that your kid, your player, your son, your nephew, your grandson will be included on our list for years to come. Yep, I totally agree. As a 100%. matter of fact, uh, I shortchanged uh, Peyton Morgan a pick six <laughs> yeah. yesterday when I was giving out the DBs. I was listening to DBs, and somebody hit me up and said, "Hey, it was man. Zach. Zach it was Zach. Yeah, that's Zach, right. Yeah, Zach. He hit me up. Was like, Peyton, hey, Peyton texted me he said, <laughs> hey, on, on the radio that he done." Jimmy, two pick sixes. <laughs> exactly. Real quick, um, that's, that's great, man. Real quick, watch. Hey, shout out uh, Peyton Morgan. It's actually his birthday today, so oh, he's not going to hey, make it out to. Uh, he's not going to make it out to the event, but um, he said he had to go to Tokyo Steakhouse. So. <laughs> hey, man. that's my spot. But, uh, Man's doing it. Be celebrating. Shout out. He's celebrating being on that flex out, uh, finalist, man. That's all. <laughs> yeah, shout out Peyton Morgan. I, I know you, you have a, you have a great relationship with him. So shout out Peyton Morgan on his birthday. And I think you made a great point, Zach, about you know the the participation from the coaches and the community and you know the families of these great athletes and even the athletes themselves. Appreciate uh, Peyton Morgan to set me straight on the pick sixes <laughs> uh, because when Coach Clawson of uh, Elgin sent us those stats on Justin Strong. Man, I'm mind blown. I, yeah. I, I'd be keeping up my own stats, but you know it's hard for us to piecemeal all that stuff together. So as much participation as we can get, much information as data as we can get about these players helps us to put together a more a more uh, a, a accurate evaluation of their performance. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, it, it, it's we cover so many different teams, and, and, and Snoop and, and Craig can only be stretched so thin. And I know you guys. It, it's been so awesome seeing you guys get immersed into this into this scene, into this high school sports scene. Um, but the only way to make it easier is, is for these parents and coaches and and uh, and and friends to send us that information. So uh, we're only up from here. This Flex ATX product, this all-flex product is only up from here, and, and, and I'm excited to be a part of it. Yeah, I, and you're a great part of it, Zach, man. We appreciate you. I still remember that day that I thought I was introducing you to Harge for the first time, and then you said, Coach Harge, what's going on? I was like, <laughs> that's when I was like, Harge know every damn body. Uh, but thanks, Zach. We appreciate the time, brother, and I'll see you down there in like uh, 30 minutes or so. All right, cheers, boys. We'll see you in a bit. All right, All right. that's uh, Zach Lucero. Does a great job with Flex, man. These guys are passionate about it. Um, it's a, obviously the passion project for my man Snoop. He's been on it forever, um, but now he's assembled a fantastic team. Derek, uh, Zach Lucero. He's got Cameron now working hard. Nolan the seed on that uh, Flex team as well, and that team helped us uh, get a, a great uh, All Flex team together. Well, we got the finalists. We're gonna reveal the All Flex team officially next week, but we're celebrating those finalists at Waterloo. Ice House 360 and 2222. So I, I and I love what he said about the coaches getting involved. It it really does matter. I know it. You know we're gonna do our best, and we're just gonna choose players based on merit, based on stats, production, uh, impact on the game, eye test, all those things. But I gotta tell you, when you get accurate stats about a guy. Yeah, uh, <laughs> get the ac- yeah. accolades and yeah. and they give you the you know the, the the interest story you know the kind of the human interest story on him. Oh, just so you know, he also is a big fan of this and he does. Community. He saved three cats yeah. last week <laughs> exactly. from a tree. It, you, know, you know, lobbying for your guy yeah. or yeah. your girl, whichever which yeah. uh, flex team we're talking about, it does help for it some does. coaches and families. Please hit us up flxatx.com.
Go okay, to the contact I, page. Because I'm going to be lighting uh, the flex up here in the next couple years with all the kids in my neighborhood, oh, with all my son's man. friends. I'm going to be like, hit me up. And you know every damn body. And too, I'm going to so get all the stats. <laughs> I'm going to get all the stats. All the stats. That's what I'm saying. It does, it does help. So uh, really proud of those uh, those finalists. Uh, so congratulations to all of those finalists. And thanks for those who came out to Waterloo Ice House. And thanks for those who are still on their way to Waterloo Ice House. 7 to 9 live broadcast going to be out there uh, with Snoop and the Flex crew. Yeah, we're on our here. way. Yeah, we'll be on our way after uh, the show's over. I want to come over and meet some of the, the really talented student athletes and some of the Flex finalists. All right, we didn't get to the John Robinson firing for the Titans, so we'll do that on the other side. Also throw in a little Aaron Judge uh, getting uh, that straight cash homie from the New York Yankees. All of that and more right here on Ball Don't Lie on 1049 It is easily one of the most recognizable movie themes in cinema history. Easily. Yeah. You automatically connect it when you hear it. Boom. Yeah, and it's named connected. after the lead character. Axel. Axel F is the name yep. of the song. Oh, is it really? Yes. Oh, there you go. Yep. Yeah. It, oh, yeah, you're right. It's one of those. Very iconic. It's, uh, it's up there. <laughs> it's almost... Um, like hearing like a, a Star Wars theme or something like that, or Darth Vader's theme or whatever it is. Like it did, it, it, you immediately connect to whatever that movie franchise is. Um, all right, busy uh, midweek movie music edition of Ball Don't Lie. My man Patrick plays jams from uh, soundtracks of great movies uh, that inspired him. He plays those songs for us. We're supposed to guess exactly what the movie was. My man Harch got it on the first guess this time around. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, let's talk about John Robinson, former general manager <laughs> of the Tennessee Titans. Guys, he was f- uh, kind of fired abruptly out of nowhere. A lot of people were surprised by this move uh, because the Tennessee Titans have had success Yep. Uh, recently and even this year. They've had the Titans uh, are certainly going to win the division this year. It's the AFC South, so I guess the, uh, I guess the bar is pretty low there. I was going to say, uh, <laughs> we've been talking about the Texans tanking. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so I, I guess they can't brag about that, but they're yeah. also going to make the playoffs for the fourth time in a row. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. And I, I mean, think that's more because of Vrabel, I would it, say. I, I love Vrabel as a coach. It is. Yep. But, I mean, Robinson's got to take some credit for that. Um, and the Titans have, I think, the they have a ninth best winning percentage in the NFL since 2016 when John Robinson took over. And remember, John Robinson and I think Derrick Henry also came in to the organization in the same at the same time. I'm not sure that John Robinson drafted him or if he was in the, like, right before John Robinson got there. But he came, both came in in 2016 to the franchise. And John Robinson, give him credit, he basically built the bully ball uh, mentality and the bully ball philosophy around Derrick Henry. So they started to get the biggest – they started to draft and sign the biggest O-line in the NFL. They wanted to be the most physical running team. So late in the season, all right, mm-hmm. when the weather got cold and a lot of teams were banged up and hurt, nobody wanted to tackle Derrick Henry. That's when they would be playing their best football and it was essentially their version of bully ball. They were playing this with Mike Malarkey, by the way. Yep. They made the playoffs playing bully ball with Mike Malarkey. He just thought that Vrabel was a better architect of his vision, and he was, by the way. He yep. was. And then they mm-hmm. got the Ryan Tannehill thing that worked out for him. Um, and, I, you know, I thought that they were on their way to just being an AFC competitor. So something happened, guys, along the way here. Some point to the A.J. Brown trade. A lot points to the A.J. Brown that trade. That might have been the reason for this, uh, you know, this rift <laughs> that, if, it, that happened. If you go back and look at, there's some video of the A.J. Brown trade on draft day. Matter of fact, we were at Pluckers doing our draft party. And 
If you saw Mike Vrabel when he found out that they were trading A.J. Brown, he got up, shook his head, walked off. I saw that. Came back and was still shaking his head like, what are we doing? Like, are we really going to do this? Then you come back and you play him this year and you get curb stomped by him. He scores two touchdowns and he beats you pretty bad. But then you can also go back and look at some of his personnel decisions that he's made as the, as the GM. So you say, okay, he used the first-round picks in, 20, in 2021 on an offensive tackle, Isaiah Wilson, who played one game with the Titans and now is out of football. Then you go back and you look at he also drafted Caleb Farley. Remember mm-hmm. the, the defensive back, the cornerback? Yeah. I think he's from Virginia Tech, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, right. He got hurt in the draft, and now he's been out for the first two years. Then he tried to sign um, – the free agents, Vic Beasley, Bud Dupree, Jadavian Clowney, Julio Jones, and Robert Woods, and they've all been bad for you. So some of those decisions, and I think after last week, watching what happened, it was the end of it. It was like, what is going to be our return on this investment for A.J. Brown? I know we got the draft picks, but he just whooped our butt. In front of the nation, well, he had ten I, for one nineteen and two touchdowns. I, I'm curious. <laughs> what was well, that? Like? No, yeah, no, I'm curious. I'm curious how much of this is all on AJ Brown and him that trade, and how much is it is him sticking with Ryan Tannehill and them going, oh, well, we had that wide receiver and we didn't do it. We we couldn't do that with him, and we had this wide receiver. We couldn't do anything with him. Is it is it something that the system isn't working, the quarterback isn't working, and that's the guy you've kept going with? Or is it just the wide receiver? I think there could be more of, hey, man, our passing game in general isn't where it needs to be. Could be fair. And now people have figured it out and just load the box on us, and we're not able to beat it. And maybe he was a big Malik Willis guy and made the trade for that, too. I don't know if he was oh, yeah. on that don't or not. about that, too. But yeah. there's a lot of moves in the passing game department, more than just A.J. Brown, <laughs> where they can sit and go, man, you – yeah, you got Derrick Henry, but if you take Derrick Henry off of this team, what have you really built? Yep. And, and that's a great point, but even now, Derrick Henry actually isn't the force of nature that he once was. And not saying the NFL has figured out Derrick Henry, they haven't, because that guy is still it's still hard to tackle, period, especially in the open field one-on-one. But when you start looking at it, he just hasn't really been dominant. How about this? Derrick Henry, last week versus the Eagles? Eagles have a, at least they did have a suspect rush defense before they got Linville Joseph and Nadama Kungsu. He didn't force a single missed tackle. Yeah. Not one. Oof. Yeah. Not one, gentlemen. Yeah. That's kind of his thing. Well. That not one guy can tackle me. Y'all got a gang tackle me, and they don't. So I think he's a little less effective. I agree with Patrick. I think the passing game overall is effective. You're right. A.J. Brown going in there getting 10 touchdowns, 119 yards receiving, uh, two touchdowns, 119 yep. yards receiving, and 10 receptions. That didn't help either. And also, I'll, you know, I'll throw out there that for, for John Robinson right now, um, something else is weird going on. Because he, he signed a, an extension 10 months ago. Yeah. Like 10 months ago, they thought, oh, he's good, he's great. Yeah. So something happened more re- just recently. You know so something behind the scenes is about to happen. Something, I think. Because remember, they, also they had a, an offensive coordinator that had a DWI trade. Not saying that has anything to do with it. Um, they had That happened November 18th. So there's weird stuff happening with this organization mm-hmm. right now. And I think Vrabel, you're right, he's the prized, he's the prized cow. They want him. All right, He's right. the guy that's winning games. They believe he's winning games in spite of John Robinson. And maybe he is. Yeah. yeah, but it was John Robinson's vision. The bully ball—that is not a Mike Vrabel vision. That is—that was a John Robinson vision for bully ball, and it actually has worked for him. That's why it's I, worked, but it hasn't won them a bunch of playoff games. It has, which is at the end of the day, 
you, I mean, nothing matters when, if you don't win playoff games. Right. And yeah. so you can go 16-0, 17-0 every year, and if you lose in that first round, they're still going to fire you after a few years. They're going to find that's ways to get on, rid of you yeah. for sure. That's mostly on Tannehill because like, teams no. know that late in the, they can season. They, if they can stop your run, then Tannehill's got to beat you. And Tannehill, most of the time in the playoffs against good teams, he can't beat No, and that's a, that's the thing. Is if you look at like the Ravens or the same team where you're like, well, yeah, but if your whole premise that you built a good team is there's one guy who's doing it, did you build a good team or did we just get really lucky with one guy? That's yeah. fair. Yeah. That's a good point. I agree. I think that's why he tried to go bully ball because he's like, I want to exacerbate this advantage. As yeah, much maximum. As I, can. I want everybody yep. to be more yep. physical. And they're just not more physical than their opponents like they used to be. They used to be able to push people around and debo people. They don't do that. Yeah, O linemen, it's hard to keep pushing with those legs yep. year after year after yep. year and that abuse and the injuries and he's pile probably up. probably tired of getting hit that much because they know that the box is filling up for me. Oh. Oh, so yeah. I'm tired of getting Nobody faces a stacked box <laughs> more than Derrick Henry. Yeah. They get sold to Good. Yeah. And then now you don't have the wideouts on yeah. the outside to right. make the teams pay for sacking yeah. the box. And then if, yeah, if you're using draft picks on Malik Willis and Traylon Burks, who are both not really stepping up to a level they needed to in their their rookie seasons. You should, yeah. you should just sign A.J. Brown then. You should just pay the that's, money. That's the thing is I think yeah. that draft probably, when they're looking at it, they're like, so wait, what are we? how much better did we get this offseason? They're like, we didn't get better. You got, we got cheaper. We're going better. So you're like, so nope. when Derrick Henry retires, then we'll have those picks. So you basically now were in rebuild mode. Yeah, you basically got cheaper, but you didn't get better. And yeah, I think exactly. in retrospect, looking back, it's like, man, you should have signed A.J. Brown and gave him yeah. the money. And it yep. probably at this, since we saw the inflation of the wide receiver position in terms of value, it probably would have slotted him somewhere in the top ten, not necessarily at the top. Amari uh, Cooper. Exactly, same situation. Amari uh, like, Cooper. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he misread the market yes. like the Cowboys yeah. did. And, yeah. man, I'll tell you, Cowboys fans also wish the Titans would have re-signed A.J. Brown. Right. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Well done. We can end it on that note right there. Well done. All right, uh, we'll come right back, wrap it up, put it in the oven right here on Ball Don't Lie, 104 Nine the Horn. Pop a top again. You mind if I have some of your tasty beverage to wash? Oh, yeah. You know, I've been known to drink a beer or two. I think a man working outdoors feels more like a man if you can have a bottle of suds. It's only my opinion. Sir. I got beer. I got bottled breast milk. Eh, why don't we start with the beer? Okay. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. Wait, it's already 5 o'clock here. It's time for What's on Tap. How about a nice cool drink? That's oh, really man, good. That's good. That's... That is... mm-hmm. uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <sighs> Pop a top again. All right, welcome back to Ball Don't Lie. We're going to wrap this thing up and put it in the oven. Uh, before we do, we'll let you know what's on tap. What's on tap for us is we're heading down to Waterloo Ice House, uh, 2222 and 360, and getting ready for the live broadcast of the Flex Crew, a Flex finalist uh, extravaganza, a party for all the Flex finalists out there. Reminder, tomorrow we're going to be out amongst the people. As a matter of fact, everybody's going to be out amongst people. Yep. The entire Horn crew from 10 a.m. all the shows till 7 p.m. So that means Light the Tower, Chad and Zay, and Ball Don't Lie will be at the Georgetown Total Mints. All right, Georgetown Total Mints from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. Toys for Tots Toy Drive. All right, Toys for Tots Toy Drive. So come on out, bring a toy. and uh, Unwrapped. Unwrapped. Bring it unwrapped uh, and do something uh, really nice for a young person out there. I want to thank my man Patrick for doing a great job. I want to thank my man Harge. I want to thank Snoop for joining us. Thank my man Zach Lucero. We're headed out to Waterloo Ice House, 2222 and 360. Get on out there yourself. Uh, remember, the revolution will not be televised. So we're talking about it right here on Ball Don't Lie. We love you guys. We mean that. Take care of yourselves. But more importantly, take care of each other. Peace.